Hello and welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, somebody says we're in episode 40-something. Uh, are you 44? kidding me? It might be 240. Are you kidding me? I think me? it might be 44. I, we're somewhere in that. We're in our 40s now. Uh, not our age. We're in our 50s. But in our podcast world, <laughs> we're in our 40s. And uh, today is going to be a lot of fun. I know, and we, we will talk a few serious things, but uh, some of these have been quite serious. Today, we're going to have a blast uh, because we're going to be talking with a comedian, and we welcome him now, John Reap. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. How you doing? We're great, and we miss having you in studio coming by every now and then. We always have a lot of fun with you, and, of course, it's a new world out there. We'll talk about that a little bit, but we're so glad to have you on today. Hey, I'm tickled pink. I, I think I reached out to you guys. You know, I got my own podcast, and I'm like, wait a minute. I need to be reaching out to the guys who've been doing this a long time and have a huge audience. So I'm like, I got to contact Rick and Bubba because you guys are in the top uh, top 100 in, in podcasting, and you've only done 44 of them so far. Well, now, And, John, yeah. you introduced us. We'll yeah. get back to that in a minute. You introduced us to a new term a minute ago, a smash cast. Uh, a smash and I like that idea. Because you have a podcast, which <laughs> we're going to talk about today. We have a podcast. We, we are having you on our podcast, but you just remarkably said, but you could also be on my podcast at the same time. Yes, I am uh, in my studio right now in Hickory, North Carolina, where we record country-ish podcast, and we're recording this right now. So I'm going to have a copy. You're going to have a copy. We could just air both on two different channels, and may the best man win. It'll be you. <laughs> well, you know, I, but I've never heard the term smash cast. I, I like is, that, is that a normal podcast no, word, or did you invent I, that? I made that up uh, about five years ago when I was on uh, another comedian's podcast. He said, I want you on my podcast. I said, I want, you know, it's like the Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, uh, chocolate running into peanut butter, two great things happening at the same time. <laughs> right. Uh, and I just came up with smash cast and uh, I guess it just stuck. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my list of things I need to teach my wife that's wanting to do a podcast. Yeah, because I, if, I, if I recall, there's a version of this with, with bands and they'll take, uh, you know, we, we one of these bands we had on the show, I can't think of their name now, where they'll be doing, you know, a rock song and then it'll smash into a popular song. Yeah. And then and then they all they smash them both together. Right. So now this is the version of that in the podcast world. And, and John, your, your podcast, Country-ish, are you yes. like us? Do you remember, of course, with the first time you heard someone mentioning podcast, I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> "What? The I don't even want to hear what you're oh. saying. I'm not. I don't even. I, I, I don't know that I could care less about what you're saying right now. Well, podcast. <laughs> you know, well, we run into our room and we record something, and and I'm like, well, who's going to go listen to a podcast? But now, yeah. but no, now, uh, wow, this world. You're right, hundred percent. I think I've started and stopped maybe five different podcasts over the years because everyone would tell me like, "You got to get one, dude." Every comedian's doing it, and if you're not doing it, you're going to be out of the loop. And so I would do one, and I get excited about it, and because I don't know what I'm doing, it would get it would go nowhere, and I and I wasn't really doing it correctly. But uh, yeah, it's it's really fighting a, a battle with my fans um, who don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> And I have to tell, you know, I, I, I shot a whole um, how-to video with my mother, who's 72 years old, about an instructional video about how to get a podcast. And, there, you know, so 
the number one question is like, well, what is a podcast? I go, well, mom, it's like a radio show that you can listen to anytime. She goes, cool. I got a radio in my bathroom. Is it AM or FM? <laughs> no, mom. It's not. Oh, yeah. So I did this whole video. I really have to educate uh, people my age and up on, on what it is and why it's fun and, and how to do it and all that stuff. John, where but, do you find yeah. that at, by the way? <laughs> That video, I'll yeah. send it to you. Yeah. yeah. If you go to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash John Reap, um, I believe it's on there. Um, I think it's just called How to Get a Podcast. <laughs> well, let me and, tell you, they are, they are everywhere now, and, and we're going to jump right into it and talk about this particular podcast and this, this whole world that we're living in. John Reap is our guest on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. So, so John, we're, John Reap's our guest. We're talking about his podcast, Countryish. Now, where where did this name come from? Why, you're saying you're countryish. Yes, it's true. I mean, you know, a lot of people look at me as the the redneck from Hickory. The word "hick" is right there. Right. I did a lot of Dodge truck commercials as the the the, oh, the uh, Hemi baby, the redneck guy who uh, leaned out of a Dodge of truck and just said, "That thing got a Hemi." You know, I've done a lot of redneck things in my world, and I kind of am that. But I'm not. But when I moved back home to Hickory, I, I moved back home about two years ago, uh, for many reasons. We can get into that. But I soon realized I, I'm not really that redneck or country because, you know, I was a comedian first. So I traveled. I was in airplanes and airports. I, I don't. I didn't have time to hunt, or I, I never really fished. I, I enjoy people who do. I went camping maybe once a year. So I try to tell people I'm not 100% country, but I'm a little bit country-ish. It's kind of like my first comedy special. I called it Metro Jethro. I'm this weird. <laughs> I'm this weird mix of two worlds trying to get along with each other. But um, so it's not 100% country. It's country-ish. Well, you you definitely were branded. Uh, I drive uh, a Ram 1500 right now, and every yeah. time I see the word on the side of it, because you know we we tout that we have a Hemi right there on the truck. <laughs> And, right. and and I say it the exact same way that you said it, and everybody gets it. It's like as soon as I said, I said, well, you know what, this has got in it, don't you? And then and then and then, and then we all and then we all do it. And uh, yeah. but but that's actually surprising. I didn't know that about you. Uh, you know, Bubba and I have been down a, a similar path. I mean, we certainly were born and raised and reared in Alabama, and you can't get any more you know country right. than that. But you know, we have some things that are typical to the stereotype. And then there's yeah. things, especially about Bubba, because he's high tech, that that don't really fit the mode, and that's kind of what you're saying. It's it? almost like yeah. 180 degrees yeah. out of phase. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. You guys are country-ish, and I think there's levels of it. You know, some people are like 50% country, 50%-ish. Sometimes you're 80-20. It depends on you know where you're at. But I, like you, I have an education. I graduated from North Carolina State University. I, I've I've got a Mac computer right here you know but but i do go camping uh with my friends but i don't do anything i just hang out with them you so know? you're country-ish yeah you know i'm country-ish yes yeah, it's yeah. funny you find your categories like for me i hunt and fish but i don't camp you know it, oh. it, it, it's, it's like I, I have no desire right. to camp i am a, i'm an anti-campite and uh <laughs> my and, idea roughing it's anything smaller than a 25 inch color tv yeah it's like yeah it's like i like to yeah. be i like to be outdoors until it's time to go to bed 
and, and you guys that, would like uh, glamping then. You've heard of glamping, haven't you? I have. I have heard about that. I think that's more yeah. up our alley. But no, that's me. I well, don't explain I don't even, it a minute, John. Explain Yeah, I don't even mind sitting around this fire, but is it time to go to bed yeah, now? I'm going in the house. Where's the chalet? Where, where's, where's the hotel room? You know. See, I, so my friends have been going on this camping trip for the last 15, 20 years. I've only went twice. And I just, it was like two weeks ago up in Galax, Virginia, right where that earthquake happened. Uh, it was a 5.1. Yeah. And, uh, but before that, yeah, so they've been going for years. I'm getting, I'm 48 years old. I think it might be time for me to turn to the glamping side because <laughs> yeah. having to bend down and get in the tent and get out of the tent, especially when you got to pee every three hours, exactly. right. you know, I need a tent that's so I can stand up in, um, maybe with a little <laughs> urinal in there, um, and, and some running water. I'm getting to the age where I might be glamping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I was convinced my, my wife's convinced to this day that none of our sons stayed in scouting because of the camping uh because oh. because i you know you have to go and do these certain camp outs she said i think you're turning the kids against scouting because you don't want to camp and i was like no no there's enough to turn them against scouting without me talking about <laughs> and, and uh, the, the uniform the uniform for instance you know that that kind yeah. of stuff so in, when you get into the the podcast that you do you, yeah. you, what what are we getting? I mean, when I when I go into this podcast, obviously I'm if obviously if I'm a fan of your comedy, maybe right. I'm getting some stuff that I normally don't get in the stage show or or the specials. Uh, it's sure. a more it's a more personal deal. But but what what are, what am I getting when I go into your podcast? Well, we got we're a good produced uh, podcast. My buddy who I went to high school with, his name is uh, Alan Jackson, not <laughs> yeah. the country singer. His name just happens to be Alan yeah. Jackson. And uh, he's got a great studio here. It's well-produced. We've got segments that we do. Um, you know, there's always crazy news stories about uh, small towns. Like the one we just did, a guy was uh, uh, driving a stolen vehicle, and he got caught with a rattlesnake, a handgun, a bottle of whiskey, and uranium. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in Oklahoma. And so we, we show those videos. We talk about those stories. That's one segment called small town news. And now here's the, this one puts the ish in country ish. You know, I've done some acting in my day. I've been in some movies, some sitcoms, some commercials, and they still, I still get residual checks sent to me in the mail screen actors guild there's one residual checks. Yeah. We got one of those. Yeah, this yeah, week. Those just went out last week. Yeah. We got one, we too. got one too. Yeah. Well, we play a game called How Much Is That Screen Actors Guild Residual Check. Oh, that's good. I make my friends on the show. I got. I do this with my buddies from high school. I make them guess the amount. Whoever gets closest wins, but if they get it exactly right, I give them the check. And no one's ever got it right. Yeah, well, we I, could play that game right now. We you, we go I'll get, tell you, I got a check in my hand. We're going to get ours. We're going to get ours. We'll guess yours, and you guess ours. Okay. okay. It's a, so it, here's how I play it. Okay. I read you what it's for okay. and how it's airing. Okay. And then you try and guess the amount. Okay. All right. We'll wait for Bubba uh, to get back because he's run to get ours and then you're going to guess ours. And we have to tell okay. you, yeah, because it really helps to know what it's for. You know, it and, does. And, uh, and there's I, many different ways that it can air, like if it's, uh, you know, free TV, cable TV, right. if it's internet rental or whatever. Um, I had a real down. Yeah. yeah, I had a real down moment this week. My 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 oldest son is an actor, and he he got his residual check, and I was kind of you know thinking I got mine from some stuff we've been in, and he owned me. His was so much <laughs> more than mine. I mean, I mean, it wasn't even close. And and I thought, I, and and I thought, well, that's a that's a bad moment. 
So yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, here we well, go. All right, so here comes Bubba. Like, yeah, so right. when I play this one, I don't open it yet, so I don't even know what it is when I all play right, the so game. So we'll guess yours first. Tell, tell us what, okay. what we're dealing with. All right, let's see if we can get it. You got it. This is for one episode uh, of Jane the Virgin that I did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is funny. We actually were watching that not too long ago. That's hilarious. Okay, all right, go ahead. So yeah, one, so, well, so we guess, in, so we guess one episode, and uh, this is yeah. your your residual check. I'm trying to think how long that show's been out. What kind of deal you might have cut? Uh, and this was a while back, by the way. This one, was about three years ago. All right, that's important to know. All right, so and it's one it check. Just I, it's just for the internet rental uh, side. Oh, okay, rental. that helps okay. too. I'm going to say that check uh, is for sixty one dollars. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little bit more. I'm going to say. One hundred and thirty-one dollars and twelve cents. That's good, Bubba. Yeah, it's good to put the change on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I've always found out is, uh, for whatever reason, the odd numbers in the change department. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. that is. Hey, I don't know. Hey, round it, boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. what was it, John? So uh, this is funny because this is the second check in a week that I've gotten from this exact episode. And the one I got before it was exactly $61 and something. Oh, my gosh. But this one that I have in my hand is not that. It is $9.07. Gosh, I got the last one right. I would have been right on it if it had been that last one. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah wait a minute. Is. Yeah, $9. I, yeah, there it is. Okay, wait a minute. I'm feeling a little bit better. Okay, right nine dollars this moment. Okay. okay. All right, so, John. So, John, so, here you go. Okay. But if I'd have had the check before, I'd have had $61 on the nose. Yeah, and I would have, and I would have had to have signed the check over to you. Oh, going. All right, here comes ours. All right, John. Here's the envelope. Same envelope. Okay. Uh, SAG. What does all this stand for? What is this? Who knows? Screen Actors Guild, and then after is the Actor uh, Federation, uh, and I forgot the TRA. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. artist and yes. something okay. something. All yeah. right, John. This is for free TV, free over-the-air TV. For our appearance in the movie, I can only imagine. Okay. I can only imagine. Now, I don't know how we'll need to scale this. I got one check. You got one check. You have to guess just uh, it's we'll the same amount. It, yes, yeah, the same amount. Just, okay, you got to just check uh, just the amount on either check. Right. Okay, okay. The, the, the one amount. So over the air, yeah. I can yeah. only imagine. Now, John, they list here, they list free TV over the air. Internet free, internet rental, pay TV, electronic oh, wow. cell phone. So it's all that. It's all and that. video, okay. DVD, but all of those columns have zero. The only oh. one that has money in it is free TV. And to let you know, our appearance on this was basically us on the air talking about the song. We, we were not prominent in, in the movie. We played DJs. Okay. All right. Right. All right. <laughs> how, how old is this movie? Uh, I can only imagine is two years old. Probably. Yeah, two or three years old, yeah. probably. Yeah. So you've already gotten other checks for mm-hmm. this. Correct. This one is two years later. Okay. Okay. And you both have two different checks, and they're the yes. same amount. Right. Yes. Oh, all right. I'm going to say it is uh, the, that check is $101.13. Okay. All right. Not bad. <laughs> now, keep in mind, he's comparing that to his $9 I know. Check, okay? But he, I know. And that's John Reap. I know. I know. Uh, John, it's it's not that good, but we did top your check barely. Uh, if you see the amount here, it is for. 60. Wait, let me let me get another guess, just for fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that check is for 
$53.17. It is for $16.23. $16. So we can't even, Bubba and I can't even eat lunch on that. I mean, the two of us together can't eat lunch on that. No, Rick, all three of us together can't eat lunch. John Reber is our guest. And that's how you play the game. We just did a smash cast of the game. Uh, We actually have an opening that we play where I make everybody say it with me, and there's like game music behind it where we go, how much is that Screen Actors Guild residual check? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We go that far with it. Yeah, it's the <laughs> longest title of any uh, podcast game show. <laughs> We're talking with John Reap on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We will continue uh, more about his podcast and also just uh, the state of the world right now as the Rick and Bubba University podcast continues. So, Tommy John, uh, Bubba, you and I, you know what? And there's been a number of people emailing me about this. They're saying, okay, uh, when did men start caring about their underwear? And I said, well, I'll tell you when we, start care to, we started caring about it. It's when Tommy John sent us some of their underwear, and we put on that cool cotton, and we said, hey, you know what? Everybody can breathe. Well, I mean, Rick, it, there was a, such a difference. That's when we started caring. I mean, before then, nobody cared because there wasn't a difference. But, uh, hey, this is, uh, this is a game changer. Yeah, and now they're doing, you know, men and women. Uh, there, there's, there's breathable underwear and, and for the women, the bras. And it comes with this cool cotton. And, uh, you know, with, with the summer heat upon us, if you need to cool things off a little bit, Tommy John's cotton underwear is the way to go. Uh, the layers are built for next-level comfort. Look, if you're, you know, maybe you're, you're, you're like us, you're looking for some lounge pants, they got those. Uh, now, this is something Bubba and I would never select, but some of you might. Lazy Day Joggers. Uh, we also have the softest Zoom-ready tees and polos. That's back to us. You're, you're sitting around binging the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Tommy John has you covered. You can upgrade to Tommy John today with enhanced designs that are super breathable, way more comfortable than anything else out there. You know what they say? It's the best pair you ever wear or it's free guarantee. Uh, Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba. Now, that's going to get you 20% off. TommyJohn dash Rick Bubba, 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba. John Reap is our guest on on Rick and Bubba University. So, John, we've been going over some of the things you do on the show we did. How much is that uh, Screen Actors Guild residual check? Did I get? Is that it? Did I get it all? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, perfect. We talked about small town news. What in the world is Goodwill Hunting? What What is Thank that? Thank you. Okay, so one of my buddies on the show is a high school friend of mine named uh, Mark Hunt. Okay, and he recently got divorced. He's a little bit down on his luck. He shops at a Goodwill from time to time. That's as really? some of us do. Yeah. It's a great store. You get some great deals in there, and um. So we made a segment out of that. I'll go to a Goodwill, and he'll go to a Goodwill separately. We we buy each other gifts for $5 or less, and we we exchange it or unbox it on the show, but it has to make sense as to why we got it. You can't just pick. It's got to mean. It has, it has to mean something. Yeah, it, it, so, there's meaning behind it. Yeah, okay. a story behind yeah. it. Yeah, and then y'all just we, – we, we find out what you two went out and got, right? Exactly. So, I mean, and, and people send us stuff in the mail, too. We did a story – I don't know if you can see this thing. I see um, it. Yeah, see it. It's, it's a guy. Do, do you know what this is? It looks like that thing that the Japanese restaurant yeah, uh, guy, shoots the water it? on you. Yeah, it's a, what they call it a wee-wee doll. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I never heard of this, but there apparently there was a story we did. Um, this lady sued a hibachi grill because the guy. Oh, yeah, I remember her. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then because of that, people send us this 
this stuff in the mail. So, and they made it look like me. They put an orange beard on it. <laughs> That's a ginger beard if I've ever yeah. seen one. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. So, um, Goodwill hunting is fun. We exchange gifts. He, so Mark knows that I like Striper, the band Striper. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. You remember those guys? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. They had a little comeback recently. They have. I actually had them zoom in on my podcast yeah. after we did this Goodwill hunting thing. It kind of fed itself. It was crazy. So he goes out, he finds a Striper t-shirt at a Goodwill and he gives it to me on the show. I'm loving it. I'm talking about how much I love Striper. And then Striper sees it. Uh, Michael Sweet uh, sees it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, I want to be on the show. And then I had him on the show. It was crazy. Th this time that we're living in, John, I mean, like we'll get things like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have people that will, like I had this happen like in Australia. This is the things we're talking about. So a guy in Australia is, is, a, is a fan of Frank Caliendo. So he goes on YouTube, he looks for Frank Caliendo videos, and he finds one with him on the show with us. He then takes that and says, well, who are these people? And then goes to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Then from the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, he then finds out all this other stuff. And then we pick up a listener out of Australia. And, uh, and, and I thought, the technology today, you, yeah. it, it, it literally can go anywhere, yeah. anytime, and I think it's it's exciting. Now, it's complicated to try to figure out because yeah. there's a lot of confusion on how do you let people know you're out there. But the way people yeah. binge and search now, it's yeah. amazing like that. You just gave a we, perfect example. I mean, Michael Sweet figures out you like Striper from yeah. you talking about a T-shirt <laughs> on your podcast. It's crazy. And, and you're right. It's funny you said Australia because – uh, v. Allen Jackson, uh, he's on top of all of our numbers and where we're trending and that kind of stuff. We we picked up some new listeners in Papua New Guinea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, where is Papua New Guinea? It's, it's, it's like a little bit north of Australia. I'm like, this yeah. is great. Sounds like but another yeah, game on the show. In Papua where New is Guinea, that listener? In Papua New Guinea, they actually refer to John Reap, I already knew this, as the ginger giant. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> right you guys did your research we did <laughs> tell me we don't know how to do an interview so uh, so but but looking at some of the other stuff you do john's journal what is this is this you you just you come up with a topic that you okay you, you, so you, i moved back home um about two years ago my i was living in la for 18 years way too long yes and i, I was finally ready to abort ship like everyone else is doing now i was about to say and you were ahead I of your time best decision I've made in a long time. Um, got out pretty quick. I, I made money selling my condo. I moved back home just because I really missed my family. I wanted to be around them. And then, um, so I'm staying with my parents for a little while. My idea was to stay there for a minute and then get me a house somewhere on Lake Hickory. You know, yeah. I've always wanted to be on water. And what lake? And what's it called again? Lake what? Lake Hickory. Lake Hickory. Hickory. <laughs> <laughs> Hickory. <laughs> right, right. There it is. It's back there. Yeah, no one says um, Hickory like John Reeves says yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's great. I was going to get a lake house, and then my dad uh, has a stroke on Thanksgiving oh, Day. Sorry. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, we have to take care of this situation now. He's alive. He's in a skilled nursing facility real close to our house. Long story short, I had to move back home. I'm taking I, – I cannot tell people that I am a comedian anymore. I can tell them I'm an uh, elder care Uber driver because <laughs> that is all I do is drive my mom either to a doctor's appointment, a skilled yes. nursing facility, oh, to a yes. pharmacy, to go see dad, all this stuff. Um, and I do on this podcast. But when I moved back home to answer your question, 
I I had to move a bunch of boxes around, and I found my old high school journal. Oh, Bill Bubba Bussy. Oh. John Reed's high school journal? journal? Oh, my goodness. John's journal from high school. Yeah. So these are my thoughts when I was 17, <laughs> eight, it's two years <laughs> oh, worth. That's so good. And I'm not the kind of guy who would have kept a diary or a journal. It's It only happened because our English teacher made us do it. And most of this is about girls getting my heart broke and football. Um, well, that's pretty much good the, ones in here. That's pretty much uh, the world at that age. I, I got to yeah. tell you, at that age, that's the world. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. So there's some good nuggets in here. I'll read this uh, on, on, on the podcast and then let my, let my friends make fun of me. Um, and, and then also I found uh, – we've lumped this into the John's Journal too. I found – I went to uh, – Russia in 1990, my senior year of high school, I uh, went to Russia for three weeks. It was uh, this mission founded by Dwight D. Eisenhower in the 1940s called People to People. And the whole idea was the youth of America goes to other countries to promote world peace. That's all it was. But I had a great time. It was before communism fell. And um, I met some friends over there and I met some pen pals. And I also found these old letters from Russia. Oh, Russia. Unbelievable. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. And I read them and I answer her. I'm actually trying to find this girl, Natalie, right now. Mm. Um, I got my Facebook uh, fans looking for her too. And uh, so that's part of John's journal. I, anything that I wrote or, or got in the mail in, in 1989 and 90. So y'all were good friends. Yeah, I mean, is this is this is this a lost love, John? What what what, what were you? Wasn't here? a love. It's, it was uh, just you know back before the internet. Right. Being having a pen pal in another yeah. country was a cool thing because. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in Russia and you hear about how great America is before the, you know, before communism fell, it was yeah. like they wanted bubble gum and blue jeans and freedom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. magazines. Yeah, my my sister yeah. went on, was did the exact same thing in high school. No shocker to you, my brother and I were not allowed to do it. Uh, but <laughs> but 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 she she was from our high school and she's about ten years younger than me. And she said the same thing. She said our blue jeans and our shoes were the yes. were the obsession. Because uh, she also went before the Soviet Union fell, and she said, the, "Yeah, the, the, the shoes you could almost they would try to buy them off your feet." Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it was crazy. Um, but I wasn't just so you know, I wasn't selected to go. My brother made good grades; he got selected to go. And if you get selected, you're allowed to bring one friend. Oh, okay. so you got in on the friend card plus one. Yeah, John, I, I'm glad you took the time to tell me that. My mind yes. had already gone there. I thought, no way. <laughs> No way John went straight up. You know no. what I mean? I mean, yeah, I, I never even remotely had that thought. I, I appreciate okay. you taking the time to explain it. But. I want to make sure your <laughs> listeners didn't think I was all highfalutin and edumacated. Or anything. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and then, of course, the, the member me, what, what, what do y'all do there? Member me? This is great. We just started doing this one. Is this brand new? Uh, this is my high school yearbook. Please look. Did <laughs> that say roaring, how- roaring Tigers? Is that what it says? Oh, oh, yeah. We were the Roaring Tigers roaring into the 90s. Okay. I got you. okay. <laughs> and um, so you know how back in the day you would write in someone's yearbook and then uh, oh, sometimes you'd put uh, a phone number and you'd say uh, something like, never forget, don't be a stranger, call me anytime. And so that's what we're doing. That's I great. Read, I read what people wrote in my yearbook, and if there's a phone number, I just cold call them. And I say, well, you told me to call any time. That's fantastic. <laughs> what a great idea. Have you got people that have actually answered and are in the numbers still good? Yes, it's weird because these are landlines. 
Yeah. Uh, before cell phones, sure. not many people kept their landlines, but some did. And we've had ones that I had to cut out of the show because, uh, well, lady kind of got mad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, back when we first started radio and you remember this because we all listened to these recordings everywhere. There was a time before the FCC said no more of this. You could yeah. cold call people on your show. Put them on the air live. Put them on the air live and record whatever happened. And I got to tell you something, it was solid gold (laughs) until the FCC said you cannot do that anymore. And they have to tell them you're on the air. And and you remember, we used to just remember thinking that when, like, some guy at school would have a cassette tape (laughs) of the radio show calling people and are these guys (laughs) that did nothing but call people and, and record it. But you, but you can't do it anymore. By the time you said, oh, by the way, you're on the air, is it okay if we put you on the air? Do you mind if Rick and Bubba make fun of you in front of all these people? <laughs> and act like they're somebody they're not? Yeah, and they're going to yeah. pretend to be the you know the taxidermist, but they really aren't. It kind of ruins the whole <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was crazy. Like, the one I called, it was pleasant. It was like, as you can see, I'll show you a little real quickly. See how uh, all that pink handwriting right there? Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. took up a whole page. This was a girl that uh, that I dated in high school. Yeah. And it says right here, I love you always. Use this anytime. Don't forget me. Please, please, please. Wow. And I thought, well, let's call her up. Yeah. And I called her up. And, of course, it's her parents' house. She doesn't live there. <laughs> right. And I talked to her mom. And it was a pleasant conversation for about seven minutes Uh-oh. and then um i said somewhere at the end and she bragged about how her daughter just got a phd and oh, how the kids are doing well in sure. soccer and yeah. baseball oh, and, yeah. and all this stuff and and she's like i've been keeping up with your career and blah 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 and then at the end i go well this is great um yeah i use this on my podcast it's a segment we call member me and uh, i'm gonna put this on my podcast and she went what mm. what what and then she just hung up the phone. I'm like, well, that was weird. And then the Facebook messages start coming in from everybody in her family. And they were like, you do not have, they got all lawyer talk on me. Like you do not have the permission what? to air this. She did not give you permission. I'm like, you don't understand. I wasn't even playing a joke. I was simply catching up with her. Right. What, what was negative about are it? so private. What was negative about that? I guess now nothing negative about it, but I found out later <laughs> okay. that um, she was getting ready to have a surgery and uh, she freaked out and had to get rushed to the emergency room because she thought I was going to air this over nothing. But these people are crazy. I found out there's a reason why I broke up with her 30 years ago. <laughs> right. John Reap is our guest. On this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we'll come back. We'll talk about you know the state uh, of the of the the country trying to do comedy in mm. today's environment. When we come back, more with John Reap coming up on the Rick and Bubba University podcast. Express VPN. All right, let's talk about this, Bubba. Yeah, uh, instead of letting social media sites revoke your right to free speech, and uh, how about revoking their right to your data? That's right. I mean, you know, cause a lot of times you go out there and say, look, this is, I want to do, I want to w- look at what I want to do. I want to be on this over here. These are my political leanings or, you know, whatever I prefer. And a lot of times people try to stand in the way because they monitor everything you're doing online, but that's not going to happen if you use express VPN. That's why we love that. You ever wondered how to, uh, how free to access sites like Facebook make all their money? Well, by tracking uh, your searches, your video history, everything you click on, and then they'll sell your valuable data. But when you use ExpressVPN, you're now anonymous, and your online presence is hidden. Uh, and it also that means that IP address that's yours, they can't see it. Uh, that makes your activity more difficult to trace and to sell to advertisers. And ExpressVPN couldn't be any easier to set up, which means 
we can actually do it. Uh, you tap one button on your phone or your computer, your computer, and you're protected. <laughs> the other's a different product. Uh, ExpressVPN <laughs> encrypts 100% of your data to protect you also from hackers. You don't want that either. There's no. some bad people on the Internet. Let's just call it. There's some bad people out there. Uh, Especially if they're trying to get that other right. thing. Right. John yeah. Reed may be trying to put you on his podcast. So go to expressvpn.com slash rickbubba. You'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash rickbubba and protect your data today. John, uh, tell us about the cancel culture Whew. and how it is affecting comedy out there we we've heard some horror stories mm-hmm. people don't seem to have much of a sense of humor right now a lot of them look to be more offended yeah this, this is true um i've had since covid since this pandemic and everything else i've had one gig since march mm. and everything else has been canceled or they're they're saying rescheduled but we oh, don't yeah. have a, a date reset yeah okay. um so a lot of things are being uh, rescheduled. I have a one. I did a gig in Tampa, flew there, came back, and it was scary because I hadn't done it in a while. Um, but it's when the news is is like overrun with pandemic, Black yeah. Lives Matter, all this crazy political correctness that's going on. It's kind of like the 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 gorilla, you know, the white elephant in the room. Like you got to say something about it, and I'm not that kind of comedian. I've always made fun of myself. I've always talked about my hometown of Hickory. I've always talked about how crazy my dad was in my family life. So I, I guess I kind of dodged a bullet on that. Because By the time people come to see me, I think they're done with it. And they know that I'm not that guy. I had a couple of jokes about COVID when I was in Tampa. Um, uh, but that's about it. You know, I, people just wanted to, things to go back to normal. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm lucky in that sense when it comes to cancel culture, I'm, I, I don't really do anything that offends anybody. Um, I do talk about being a blue eyed ginger, which is pretty rare. Uh, that combination's rarest, the rarest there is. This is why I, and I found out because of the internet, people like to tell you about you, you know, they're like, did you know this about your people? You're like 1% of the, of the world's population. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, great. I, I don't care. I don't, you know, it means nothing to me. But I did. Um, I was worried about the pandemic and I was worried about other people's safety. I do live with my mother. She's 72 years old. She, you know, she's the one, the kind of person that I could really harm if yeah. she were to get it. No yeah. doubt. And I have merchandise that I sell. Of and course. the guy who makes my merchandise said, why don't you make a, a mask? that you could sell at the end of your shows. Yeah, I said, well, that's great. Let's make one of my face. Yeah. And this is it right here. You can, that is it. And the teeth are perfect. I mean, that, that, that is so yeah, funny. There, John. there it is. Yeah, I did make it a little wider than my real teeth. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see that. The, pop, the, the problem with this, the problem with this mask is the guy who made it like, it's not, it's way too zoomed in. Right. Like yeah. my mouth no, that's is gigantic. Per- but that's what's perfect about no, it, John. No, no, it that's makes, perfect. It makes it even better. But you know, and my wh- nose is way too. I look like the orangutan from every which way but loose. I didn't want to <laughs> say that, but I'm glad you did. Clyde, left hand turn. Yeah. yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah that, that's it right there. But you know, well, I, it's you know, you Ricky see, like you Mark see me with this with mask, mask on. on. At a, yeah, you, people see this and right away they start laughing. Um, it's, and, and this, these sold great. And if you don't want to have a stupid face on, you do it 
backwards and you got just a regular thing. white mask. Yeah, but but then you're kissing. I, I mean, you to answer junk. your question about cancel culture, <laughs> I I've, I really don't do much to 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 cross that line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, that you mean. know that's kind of to me what's scary about it because you don't. But who knows what will be offensive that's right. that's, that's the five years from now or ten years from now, and then things that, like we're saying today could be brought yeah. back up, and you're in trouble, and you go, but wait, that that wasn't a bad thing back then. Yeah, think about how yeah. many comedians right now, if we reran their special, they would be canceled. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's crazy. Um, think I'm, about I'm the movies. Some, that, of the old jokes, some of the old jokes I've done that are out there uh, that I'd be like, oh, I might get in trouble if that, if that came out. I actually have a... So a friend of mine posted a picture of him welding or something, and he and he did this. He goes like, "Everything is going to be okay." Right. And then that's all that means is okay. Right. And, and then someone goes like, "Oh, I didn't know he was all about the white power." Yeah. And, and some somewhere along the way, this meant yeah, white when? power, and I have no idea. I didn't sign off on that. This right. just means okay to me. That's but, right. Uh, or John, try imagine? try being from a university like us that had a mascot of the Gamecock. Yeah. I mean, that's what they yeah. do. That's their sign, you yeah. know. And that's the right. yeah, that's the point I think Bubba's making that we have to. And and I, I'm like you. There comes a point where you go, look, let the chips fall where they may. But you, you mm-hmm. could sit down and literally say, I'm being very careful about everything that I do. John Reap, this is my act. I think my act is there's really nothing the cancel culture can get. And then all of a sudden, the cancel culture says, Oh, wait a minute, John Reap. We <laughs> yeah. we now declare fill in the blank. We now declare right. this part of your act. To be cancel worthy. I mean, you really—it's a moving target. You really That's never know. That's what's so scary about it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I hate it. Um, that's why I'm hoping that this podcast will take off and I can build my own little <laughs> pirate ship and do what the hell I want. <laughs> you no, you're but right. But you know, it—it it is scary to be judged by morals that have not come around yet. You know, the morals yeah. of ten years yeah. from now, I have no idea what they're going to be. And John, what was funny because we're kids of the '80s. Uh, I was showing my kids some movies that we grew up with that I was telling them how funny it was. And, of course, it's been a while, and I forgot. It's not as funny as I thought it was. Well, but, they're right. You but, know, but you're looking at this, and, man, hey, political correctness was not a dude, problem in the 80s. No. no. And, and my kids were aghast, and I said, guys, really, nobody cared in the 80s. You just – everybody knew right. your deal, and you, you, everybody got along. Nobody was really hateful about it. We just kind of – you know, everything. everybody was enjoying the economy, unlike today. Right. Yep. Well, there's so many movies that could not be made now. We were me and oh. uh, the Alan Jackson were just talking about this. Uh, that movie, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? Like, because these guys break into a sorority, do a panty raid, install cameras mm-hmm. in their place so they can watch them take showers. Yeah. See, that was funny then. Now <laughs> it's all different. You know. No, let me tell you. Well, I mean, can you can you imagine? Weird science. You you know, we saw that. I was like, wow. The language. <laughs> you can build your own girl. Yeah. I, that, I told Alan this the other day. Like, that was, you, you know, as the, a Alan kid, the Alan Jackson. As a teenage kid, that was great, right? There's right. nothing better than weird science. The fact that you could make your own girl. But they screwed up when they made her bra- give her the brain of Einstein. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That, now, now every, every advantage we had is now over. But, but, look, but, but let's look at this. What if I sat down? Can I want y'all just to try to imagine this. I sat down right now and you're coming in say hey mr burgess glad to meet you understand you have a 
uh, a script you'd like for us to look at? Yeah, I've got a screenplay I'd like for y'all to consider. It's called Blazing Saddles. Oh, and, look, and, look, and, yeah. I, and I start handing it out. I mean, people— That I think, was semi-uncomfortable <laughs> then, Rick. I, mean, yeah. I, I think people would internally combust if you were to lay <laughs> yeah. that screenplay down in, in that script in front of anybody today. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many uh, movies from the 80s that were just they're innocent and they were innocent. It was a different time. And and now there's no way that they could be made. Yeah, let me give you another example. Blazing. Let me yeah, give you yeah. another example. Trading Places. Yeah, it was a breakout movie for Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. it, yep. it was one of the funniest movies I had seen at the time. We watched it the other day and I, and I was aghast. At what was yeah. being said, and, yeah. you know, and you're like, wow, sure. wow, it's changed. Well, yeah, because it feels weird, and I'm not saying that that change sometimes isn't good, right? Right, because yeah. it is. But then when we get to the point that it's like now, I think we're at the point where somebody says, "I'm not offended by anything yet, so I'm going to invent something." Now that we don't want, when did we all want to be offended? It's almost like people wake up. It's and a say, sport now. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the, what you said about member me. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. It, when, when did we decide we wanted to make something? up that I, I'm suddenly a victim and everybody says nothing about this makes you a victim. Right. And it's so hard. You're right. To try and sell something. You know, I've been try, trying to sell my own TV show ideas uh, for 20 years and I'll, I'll, I'll submit something and go, well, that's all well and good, but there's no diversity. You got to switch this. You got to put this in here. And I go, but, but this is how I grew up. This is what it was. This is the story I'm trying to tell. And then by the time that they put, all the things in there that they think need to happen and make up. I'm like, well, that's not, that has nothing to do with the story that I wanted. <laughs> exactly. <to tell. laughs> do, it don't even look like it anymore. Do you think, yeah. I mean, I, as we're recording this podcast, uh, I'm going to make an attempt to, to do a men's conference coming up this weekend. Of course, they social distance and the, you know, the numbers usually are about, you know, five to 8,000. Now it's going to be like 1300 and spread out footballs attempting to say 20% of the arena. So how do you see that for the stand-up comedian? I mean, are, 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 is that, are we ever going to get back to, I'm heading out to the local theater uh, or to a comedy yeah. club to see John Reap? Are you going to have to just be skilled at podcast and doing videos to post online? I am trying to make a little uh, pivot in my career. Um, and I was wanting to do this anyway, because I, you know, I'm getting tired of traveling um, and I do miss my family and I do want to take care of my mom and be there sure. uh, for all that stuff. So if I can, if I can make the same amount of money, what I was doing, stand up, doing this, that's going to be a win for me, but that'll take a while. Um, stand up. Now this pandemic's going on. I I've, I've had to cancel some gigs because they're only open at 20% capacity, 30% capacity. Yeah. And there's no way that the club can make money or I can make money Correct. doing that. Right. Um, tonight, as a matter of fact, I'm going to do a, I'm going to be a part of a, uh, a show uh, that's outdoors at a baseball, literally the, uh, the minor league baseball team, the Hickory Crawdads are doing a, <laughs> Uh, like a drive-in show. People are going to come to their cars. There's going to be yeah. a stage. Yeah. Uh, and I did one with Burt Kreischer, and uh, that's weird. You know, I, I, I'll do it. I didn't like it because people are in their cars. You can't see their faces. There's horns. There's too many distractions. The, it's just really bizarre. Um, and I, I'm afraid of what comedy is going to look like when this is over. I know there's going to be a lot of comedy clubs that won't recover from this. Oh, there's that no doubt. Yeah. I started thinking about be, somebody told me, exist. I'm sorry. Somebody yeah. told me StubHub is out of basically out of business. I mean, 
where they might have two people at the office yeah. now. I mean, what are they going to sell tickets to? I mean, there, there's <laughs> goat no, roping. Yeah. And even if they start selling it to football again, now there's only 20% of the stadium. How many tickets are even going to be available to stuff? Well, maybe they'll go at a higher price. That way they make their money up. John, that's what you need to do. You need to welcome everybody to the show and tell them that their ticket price is now five times what they paid because you got to make up the difference. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you need this whole table. You need six feet around you. You're going to have to pay for that six-foot right. radius. That's right. Yeah. You're paying for the footage. And, and you know, we're, we're getting close to the end here, but in, in, in my opinion – Stand-up is not designed for outside. When, no, it's when, not, when you no. go out to a field, I mean, bands can do that. But yes. but but a comedian, now there's people, you know, like you said, they're going to be sitting in cars. You're outside. That outside environment for stand-up comedy feels so weird anyway. Yeah, and I know right. even, even the biggest of the big, I heard Jim Gaffigan is trying to do these drive-in deals. So, yeah. I, I, like you said, what what's the future? A lot of people are trying to do it because it's like, well, what else can you do? And it's not good for comedians that you have to listen to every word where you're hanging on every word when it's set up in a punchline it might be okay for guys like me i'm i'm kind of a, a storyteller and i'm physical and i move around and i make faces and and that might be okay still there's nothing like a packed comedy club where the only focus is on the guy on stage and and i agree with you that's where stand up belongs it's going to be tough it's going to be hard for everybody you know, it just hit me because things are different now. I finally have a chance to book John Reap for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> when is it, buddy? I'll be there. Well, it was in March, but well, there's always next year. Oh, uh, John, thanks for taking time to be with us, man. <laughs> if you have not heard John Reap's podcast, now's the time to do it. Countryishpodcast.com, and that's country with I-S-H podcast.com. And, of course, I'm sure it's available wherever you get all the other podcasts. Uh, yes, so, sir. so grab that. And John, thank you. So good to see you, bro. Taking time to be with us, man. Hey, you too, guys. Thanks for what you do. And uh, when this is all over, I can't wait to come back in there. Well, we look forward to that very much. And thanks to all of you for being with us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.